gravel knits for a group that loves to knit and sometimes swear, so if little meadows are present, you may want to wear your headphones. Today is Monday, November 23rd, 2020, and thanks for listening. Uh, my name is Jessica, and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I'm Kelsey. My pronouns are also she, her, and hers. And I'm Caitlin, and my pronouns are also she, her, and hers. Tonight, as with most of our episodes, we're going to have a few drinks. Tonight we're having, first off, is the Strawberry Shortcat by Big Grove, which is an Iowa brewery. It's a strawberry shortcake pastry sour. It's pretty delightful. It is. It's very sweet with just a little bit of sour at the end. It's nice. Yeah, there's so many sours that are, like, too too aggressive. This just has a perfect... I like it. It's like the uh, Nightcrawler gummy worms. The red oh, ones. Oh, that is exactly. The red and yellow ones, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to buy those on the way home. <laughs> I won't, because we're at my place. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight we'll have a couple others throughout the show, and more to come. Yeah, this little, little flight in the middle of the knitting. Yeah, so let's start off with some updates. Jess, why don't you start us off with your current project? Uh, My current project is a pair of socks, which I'm trying to finish up, that was due by Halloween. That did not happen. (laughs) Um, But they are uh, the... Oh, shoot. I forgot the name of the pattern. But it's the... uh, Oh, No Fear Shorty Socks. And they're really easy if that's your first pair of socks. It was mine. It's very easy to follow. There's tutorials on YouTube. Can't recommend it enough. And then I'm doing that in... um, a neon rainbow colorway by Valkyrie Fibers, which is pretty nice too. I believe that's called Bifrost. Is that the Bifrost yes, Mist? Yes, Bifrost, Bifrost Mist. Thank you, Kelsey. I've also got a pair of shorty socks going on the same <laughs> colorway. <laughs> nice. Love it. Uh, Kelsey, what are you currently working on? My most current project is my Alaska hat um, by Camille Descote, I think. Her last name is probably French, (laughs) Um, but I spun the yarn for it myself, and it's white, and then the, um, so the trees are in white, the brim's in white, and the rest is in um, a colorway that I tried to make look like Northern Lights. It's pretty gorgeous. It's very pretty. If you miss Northern Lights, you hit Sunset spot on. I so was, I was hoping it would at least be one or the other. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. There's light pinks and melons and lavenders, and it's really freaking pretty. It's the first time I've ever tried Jacquard floats, which I am now a convert to. <laughs> it looks pretty on the inside a little bit, I think. I'm not seeing the inside. I'm peeking at the inside. That is very pretty. Almost like a little bit of double knitting, but very mm-hmm. loose. <laughs> it's nice. What are you working on, Kaylin? I knit a lot of projects at once. So I live in a two-story house, and I have a small child. Um, so I'm already carrying like him and whatever else up and down. And <laughs> so it's I found it's kind of easier to just have projects like stationed where I'm stationed. And I breastfeed, so I've got like three different spots I breastfeed, and then I feed him at the kitchen table, and I can knit while he's eating in his high chair. So that's kind of why I have a lot of projects at once. And I know it's more efficient to stick with one at a time, but I'm just, I'm not a monogamous girl. So so I'm going to go over three of my projects, which two are really easy, because they're car projects. 
same thing. I don't want to carry my knitting to my car. Like if I'm just going somewhere quick with Riker and then I might end up having time to knit. So I just keep simple projects in each of, them, each of those. So Brian's car, I have um, a dishcloth um, on the bias. And it is Stacy Perry's pattern. Uh, she's from Very Pink Knits. Um, and it's just a traditional dishcloth, but everyone kind of has their own different takes. So I'm since I make a lot of dishcloths, I thought it'd be fun to try a bunch of different ones, even though they're very similar. Like some of them are like four stitches different total. <laughs> um, but I'm really liking her so far and it's really well written. It's really concise. Um, and I'm using Lily Sugar and Cream um white and I'm also using autumn leaves so I'm playing with like going back and forth between the two not so sure if white was a good choice to go with it but we'll find out if not it's just a washcloth so uh and then in my car I also have one um and this one's just grandma's dish dishcloth pattern by PJ Allen and I'm using lily sugar and cream for that and I'm using grape and dark pine and I'm switching off in the middle because I thought it'd be kind of neat for the stripes to stagger the way that the garter comes up. And I'm, I'm really liking it so far. It looks a little funny with how I'm switching the yarn. So I'm playing with that. Um, I thought it'd be a good place to do it because again, it's just a dishcloth. So it's a good good place to play around with things where it's funny, it's fun. Uh, and then my last one I'm gonna go through, which is what I'm knitting tonight, is my kitchen table knitting. And it is the Brioche Starter Hat by Raina K. And I'm super excited. I bought the Malabrigo Rios yarn for a plan and then it didn't work out. And now I'm using it. And this hat is my second color. And it's just, there's so many colors in this. It's unreal. It's called Liquid Amber, but it's not just red and it's not just brown. There's purples and blues and greens. It's so pretty. And Maple leaves in the fall. Yeah. It's very much fall leaves. It's if I ever see it again, I might just buy every one I see. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's probably true. Um, and then I, my main color is um, Cascade Superwash. Uh, Lichen, L-I-C-H-E-N. Lichen. Lichen. Thank you. I knew it spelled it. I said it wrong. I've, I'm known to pronounce things correctly. I mean incorrectly. Um, and it's, it's green, and it also has kind of some brown mixed in. It's a really lovely kind of moss color. Yeah. Kind of reminds me almost like a piney color. Because yes. too, it's like pine leaf needles and the leaves underneath. Uh, mixed forest yeah. hat. There we go. This yeah. is a very, yeah, very foresty fall hat. So, and it's the first hat I'm knitting for myself. So I'm pretty, pretty pumped about that. And it'll be done just in time for winter. Okay. <laughs> I've, I've never been one to follow the, yeah. the uh, wearing rules, so. Nah. Game. It's perfect. I'm also noticing that my drinks are almost empty. So is mine. And mine. All right. So we should move on to the next one. Next up, we've got a peanut butter party by Confluence Brewing, also here in Iowa. All of tonight's beers are from here in Iowa. This one um, was for their eighth anniversary. That's a wonderful sound. Sure is. That means it's drink time. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do with these next two we're going to pour a little bit of this one we'll drink this one then we'll try the next one and then we're going to combine the two okay because they're meant to be like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich Ooh, yum that's what i'm having for lunch tomorrow now the sandwich even though the beer would be great i've not ever had a lunch beer in my life cheers 
tastes like peanut butter cookies. And I could really smell it before I even started. Mm-hmm. One of the things I really like is how truly peanut buttery it is. It's not like too fake. It's kind of real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like peanut butter and lemons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's good though. It's very smooth. A little roasty. Yes. Like at the end. Yeah. There's definitely that roastiness to it. It's good. It's really good. I was kind of skeptical when I saw peanut butter beer. I'm like, mm, I'll try it. <laughs> Just you wait. I have <laughs> that was more good. No, the jelly beer. I'm, that that sounds great. <laughs> Kelsey's going to educate us. Does anybody have any finished objects this week? I have a frog object. <laughs> Let's talk about your frog object. That <laughs> uh, was the Briochalicious Shawl by Andrea Mowry. Um, just... After events earlier this week, I decided I did not want to finish it. It wouldn't be something I'd be comfortable wearing, and I was only about a third of the way into it anyway. So I'll repurpose the yarn later. But for now, it is in timeout. It knows what it did. <laughs> it's sad. It's It was really pretty. It was. But this one should be pretty, too. I just cast it on the Relentless pattern by, uh, hang on, by Tammy Gore. And it is super pretty. Ooh. It has some brioche in it and some color work, and I, I I love the name, too. Honestly, that's what I saw that, and I was like, mm, like the name. Love the pattern. Gonna make this. So, yeah, that that's on the needles now. That'll be nice with so many different pattern parts to it. Yes. All the different stitches. Yeah, so hopefully I won't get bored with it, because it's a pretty big shawl. But it's also DK, so it should go quick. Nice. It's funny, because me, DK seems... So small. <laughs> Whereas, I'm branching out. My DK project is heavier than heavy right now. <laughs> True. Yeah. But this I'll be able to use as a blanket when I'm working on those last rows. And I love that stage. Because I stay warm <laughs> with the knit that I'm still knitting. And it's perfect. Love it. Kelsey? I don't have any finished objects. I, too, also have a ton of projects in progress right now. I think the current list has like six active working projects. Welcome to the club. But that doesn't include my spinning. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole story on its own. <laughs> um, this week I spun up more yarn to go with my Alaska hat. And ooh, I just started a new bat, also from Valkyrie Fibers. Oh, is that the... It's her smashed pumpkin colorway. Yeah, that's so cool looking. I love it. I'm kind of, I'm draw. I'm doing a long draw on it, so it's going to be nice and floofy and big and scrumptious. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> to see it and whatever it becomes. I'll try to get some pictures. Oh, please do. That's, that's some Instagram stuff. Right there. Um, I also have some finished objects, um... Last night, I finished my previous car project in Brian's car, um, which I kind of made up and I did it off of the grandma's dishcloth, but I added two eyelets because I thought it'd be kind of fun to see what it looked like with double holes, and I love it, and it's huge. It is. I also wanted to see what a huge dishcloth would be like, so I think I ended up 60 stitches wide instead of, I think, 40, no, 45 is what usually it is. Um... That adds a lot. <laughs> so it's pretty great. It's pretty. I was going to try to gift it, but I just, I like it too much. So I'm keeping it. <laughs> and then 
I also finished my first pair of socks. Um, I did the rye socks. Oh, I, oh yeah. Um, the the color I used was also the autumn leaves by Sugar and Cream. Um, back to the rye shop, rye socks. Um, it's by Tin Can Knits, and I actually frogged a sweater I got from Goodwill. Uh, it's, it's orange and yellow, and it's pretty fun. And I'm not really sure what the weight is, but I was able to get gauge, kind of, and so I just went from there. Um, they're super cute. They're for my son Riker, so they're a little big now, so he'll be able to get a lot of use out of them. They're pretty cute on his feet. They are. Yeah. They're little tiny, <laughs> tiny socks. Tiny socks are the cutest socks. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to make more tiny socks. Um, stash, yeah. stash enhancements are next. Who has stash I do. <laughs> I have two. One is a Christmas colorway called Bumble's Bounce. It is gold and silver and red and green and stupid soft. Like, kittens look at this and think, damn. Um, <laughs> and then I have another one that should be arriving in the mail sometime. It's a pre-order, though, so it's like three weeks. But it's from Teeny Buttons, and um, it's the Snowball Fight elf colorway. And it's super pretty. It's it's blue and white and looks like frost. So that, that's going to be some nice, nice blue socks. Yeah. Got a couple pairs of Christmas socks coming my way. Kelsey. I didn't just get it, but I haven't opened it yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a knitting advent calendar Ooh. Um, from Fireman Dye Works. I ended up getting both her yarn calendar and her fiber calendar this year. Cool. I've done her fiber or her yarn calendar before, and this will be my first year doing the fiber calendar. I don't remember which base I got either in. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a surprise. We'll find out come December 1st. You have more restraint than I. <laughs> I've been trying to save it. I'm like, I can't even look at you right now because otherwise I'll open it. I'll take it. No. <laughs> For safekeeping. <laughs> sort of. We'll, we'll probably have to just open it to make sure it's okay. Mm. Just check on it. Keep I'll, it safe. I'll yeah. open it by video. How's that? Yes. I suppose. Yeah, that's definitely going to have to happen. I have a stash enhancement. It's not quite as exciting because um, the pattern's a color work pattern, but I got um, Valley uh, DK yarns for the Das Monster project and it's like five different colors so I'm not going to go over all of them but it is a pattern on Ravelry it's very cute it is little baby pants with a monster on the butt and I've never done duplicate stitch so I'm gonna learn something so it'll be fun gotta level up that knitting yeah I've, I've got a lot of opportunity there <laughs> you'll be able to check one more thing off of your list of skills and probably add it because I don't even know if it's on there yet this week we have no quote, but we're going to go with a would you rather. Would you rather meet an ancestor or a descendant of yours? Caitlin? I think I would rather meet an ancestor because I'm excited to see, like, what the future brings and, like, what new things are going to be in. Like, we'll probably be even, like, past cell phones and I think it'd be neat to see what that means. An ancestor? Descendant. I was looking at the question, and that was the first word I saw. Yeah, I want to see the one after me. <laughs> because I am the opposite. Okay. I would rather meet one of my ancestors. 
there's so much history and so much family knowledge I think has been lost that I would love to learn. I'd love to see, or even just going back and seeing my grandfather when he was in war, that kind of thing. Oh, that'd be wild. Right? <laughs> I think if you got to choose the ancestor, that'd be pretty cool. I think you do. But like, what if you meet him and you hate him? <laughs> then you know. <laughs> That's where my anxiety on this question is. Like, I don't know. I think I'd rather remain unknown. I'd rather not. I like it. Oh, works out. We each want one of each. There we go. One ancestor, one descendant, and... One none of the above. As it should be. So tonight, we do have a topic. Uh, this is a pretty big one, I think, in the knitting world. So I'm really excited to start off with it. And I'm sure we'll talk about it again. Um, but gift knitting, which... It is, it is coming up on Christmas, so um, it's a good time to talk about it. I know there's just a lot of people out there that don't quite understand what goes into a fiber-made product. Or not even just fiber-made, just craft projects. That's yeah, crafted just, projects in general. Yeah, homemade projects are kind of underappreciated by some people for sure. So I've got some, some thoughts to kind of go through and... Um, make it a little easier. I think one of the biggest things is just acknowledge that it is stressful. Um, and it's very hard to say no. I know I have yet to say no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you there. Yes. Thank you. Um, but I think a big thing that we kind of already said, but not, not everyone really deserves a handmade gift or they won't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Like you could easily buy them some socks from the store and they'd appreciate them just as much as the socks that you spend a month, month knitting. If not more, because knitted socks are kind of an acquired taste. Yeah. They're wonderful if you like them, but yeah. if not, the pearl bumps are kind of a little strange on the feet. So, Or for instance, like there was one year um, I made a bunch of hand knit things for a group of our friends. Mm-hmm. And I know a couple of them still have them. Oh, I still have mine. I made these. They're way Love fun. mitten beer koozies. <laughs> <laughs> there was our group of five of us did a gift exchange one year. And so I was like, how can I hurry up and make everybody something? And this was like a week ahead of time. Oh, wow. geez. Two weeks ahead of time, maybe. Okay. I, I, they are not small. Yeah. You can hide the beer can in it. <laughs> But they're big and chunky, and they went fast. Oh, they're so comfy. But yes, I think a couple people still have them. The others, it's like, eh, oh well. Yeah, and that, that's hard also. I think there's an angle where some people figure, well, it's a gift. Once it's given, it's up to the recipient what to do with it. You know, use it or don't. Other people feel like, well, if I put all this effort in, they should appreciate it and suck it up and use it anyway at least once to show me they care. It's a mixed bag. I'm with you, but I don't know. Like, I think... For the most part, people put in. I don't know if I'm knitting something for someone. I'm really considering what they want. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but yeah, I, I get that too. Like you get something, you're like, my kid hates pink. <laughs> yeah, which my kid does not hate pink. But um, <laughs> you know, if it's a war to, to get them to wear wear it or whatever, it's a whole different deal. Yeah. Um, but I think that there are some solutions um, to make it a little less stressful. I think number one would be starting in advance which i kind of have a process so plan way ahead like you can even go as far as july and like maybe write down the list of people that you want to gift knit for um i know if i'm going to knit something for someone i certainly am going to know them longer than six months so i don't see why starting in july is too early but 
I am a planner and I get stressed very easily by deadlines on knitting because I, I don't know. I just don't like deadlines on knitting. So um, you can start with that and write a list of those people that you're thinking about knitting for um, and then order it on the number or the order that you think would appreciate, pre appreciate it the most. Um, so say I know Kelsey would really, really love a dishcloth. So it's been a long time, like, figuring out the perfect yarn or yarns I'm going to use. And she's going to be at the top. And I know I'm going to knit that for her. But anyway, so back to the list. While you're looking through your list of your order, draw a line right, right through who you think would not necessarily appreciate it. And then start writing out those projects next to the people above the line, starting with the bigger projects. Um, so if you are going to do a garment or maybe a lighter weight hat, like something out of fingering or something with color work that's going to be a bigger time commitment, um, make sure you have those out and then you can kind of estimate how long it's going to take to make those. Um, so then you're not trying to knit five sweaters in a month for Christmas for your friends. Oh, I didn't think I was going to be called <laughs> out on a podcast tonight, but here we are. <laughs> So that's my sweater going to be got your back. <laughs> <laughs> but I would, I'd be very willing to accept my, my sweater late, Kelsey. Oh. So Okay, very giving so, these people. Kelsey giant needles, us. giant yarn. <laughs> just do the arm knitting. Just like get something real. <laughs> Challenge accepted. This is where I say it's a crop turtleneck and give you guys a cowl. Yes. <laughs> I do not have one, so that would be fantastic. And I will call it a crop turtleneck. <laughs> Um, and then I'd say go back to your list and draw another line halfway through. So that, that whole list that you had with your line, you're going to quarter it like your original list quarter. So even though you just wrote those out, put those down, realize that you're going to set those aside, maybe get to those, maybe not. So now <laughs> we've got that for the top quarter is where your priority is. The next quarter is your maybes. Then everyone else is not getting anything unless you have a crazy, awesome six months. Or wherever you start. Or another lockdown. Yeah, or another mm -hmm. lockdown. <laughs> there was some, some definite uh, productive knitting during that time. Um, yeah, so that's kind of my idea of a, of a plan, because I'm a big planner, um, on Christmas knitting. So, like, I started knitting in June again, so I'm not really planning on doing a lot of Christmas knitting this year. So, sorry, Kelsey, you'll probably get a dishcloth next year. Oh, man. <laughs> But I like your dishcloths. I don't knit them, so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll surprise myself. We'll see. But um, I like that idea. I've seen it written out a few different ways, even for different things other than knitting. Um, but I just, I thought it was smart, especially splitting your list again. Because I know I, I can be ambitious. I think all of us are. And we want to be, I don't know, knitters are giving people. And we really want to just give things. So. And I think there's a bit of competitiveness, too, between knitters. I made five gifts. That, like That's right. Yep. There's a list of achievement at the end of the year, and I think all of us want to have a good list. Yeah. So. <laughs> As we what? both look at Kelsey. <laughs> okay, she, she's a speed knitter, just so you understand the context here. My speed knitter, and she doesn't even have to look at it. No, she, she doesn't. She just goes. It, it, it's like watching a spider. It's just <laughs> little fingers moving. It's true. It's nuts. That's that's a perfect. That's why I, I appreciate Caitlin's list. <laughs> I love how detailed and organized she is. 
But I'm going to take it. I'm just going to throw it out the window. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm never going to write it. So uh, three kinds of people, apparently. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I have any gift knitting planned exactly. Oh, I take it back. I made something for my mother. Very much for Christmas. Nice. And I've got mittens that are halfway done that are for Christmas. So that's oh, perfect. Two. So you're sitting really good. Yes. I have nothing for Christmas because I am not doing that this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm there too. But normally I'm the, you know what? I'm going to learn how to make a sock in two weeks before family Christmas for my brother who may or may not like them. <laughs> kind of knitter. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty relatable though. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm the kind that like, I won't be planning to make anybody anything, and then, like, two days before Christmas, I'll be like, huh, what can I make in two days? <laughs> a sweater. Knowing with, you, yeah. With matching shorts. In in bulky yarn, you I could do know. it. I could do the sweater in two days. I you could do matching shorts. Shorts are a challenge. I've made shorts. I've knit shorts. Matching skirt? Hmm. It's just round. Sure. You can do that. That's definitely something on my list, <laughs> to knit a skirt of some sort. So how do you guys tell people no? Like, well, how does Kelsey tell people no? Caitlin's shaking her head there. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly haven't said no too often. Um, I tend to go, by the way, oh, sure. Yeah, I could make that for you and typically just don't get back to the person because they're probably going to forget. It's kind of true, though. If it's somebody I haven't planned to make something for and they're just asking for it, that's not likely it's going to happen. Yeah. Especially, you know, about a month away from Christmas. It's just, mm mm-mm. Yeah, so it's almost already too late. Unless they're going to pay me for it. That... Is another equation. That I might pop them up if they're willing to pay for the work. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think it's no. also kind of like explaining that because the last person that asked me to knit something and I didn't say no, it was easily four hours of project. And they're like, oh, I'll pay you for the yarn. I'm like, well, I just knitted nearly 20 hours for you and stayed up late, was stressed. <laughs> there's, there's that misunderstanding, which I don't quite know how to address because yarn can be expensive too but yeah it's time especially around this time because it's generally friends or people you care about or family who are asking so that adds another layer of uh touch to it yeah. my only saving grace is that i'm pretty much always have needles in my hands she does i think they're attached just a running theory can they be like extra arms at this point, I wouldn't doubt it. Kelsey needle hands. I'll work on it. I'll get a better one. But it's in there. Um, another solution. Sorry, it's a little little off, but we're going. But um, is that you can find projects that are either faster or smaller. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing, I guess Kelsey's doing twenty sweaters now. <laughs> so instead of that, maybe she could do like fifteen hats. Or 15 super bulky sweaters. Yeah. Like the arm knitting kind of yarn. Yeah. (laughs) There we go. But either small projects, big yarn. That'll speed things up a little. Worst comes to worst. You just give somebody the yarn for Christmas. 
True. Give them, let, I- let them know what type of needles they need and... Ikea scarf. Some assembly required. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and we did talk about, there's a few projects that are a little bit faster to knit. Um, I know one thing that's super popular right now is those uh, cup koozies for like tea or coffee cups. Oh, you're talking like the liners. Yeah. Yeah. That that would be cute, actually. I hadn't seen now. Now you're, and, now you're yeah. doing it to me again. I'm thinking stocking stuffers. <laughs> And it's like, it's a scrap yarn option too, since it's not going to use a ton of yarn. Um, and then if you have a lot of fun, same-ish size scraps, you could do some fun colors, some stripes. Um, I've seen some really beautiful cabled ones too. So. Oh yeah, that would be pretty. See, Caitlin, bad influence. Yeah, but you, bad didn't, enabler. You, you didn't do the list, so you don't have to worry. Okay. The list didn't happen, so you are not obligated. True. The list did not happen. So you're good. I mean, it's not too late. You could start a list. Kelsey. <laughs> you two are awful <laughs> don't be friends with these people they're bad stop listening <laughs> you're trapped <laughs> I also think you could do like a thicker weight hat that's something that could can knit up pretty quickly and you could do like a neat yarn so instead of making mm-hmm. it a complicated pattern like with the Alaska hat it's gorgeous but for me that's going to take me a long time yeah that's a month pattern easily yeah whereas if I grabbed me probably six months um, <laughs> I mean it took me a month if I grabbed like yeah you, you spun, spun the yarn, yarn. <laughs> she's been working on it like what a week and yeah. it's already half done yeah she's yeah. almost done with the trees yeah and so she'll she'll be done with it by the next time we record it'll be it'll be her finished object or tonight unless she decides to spite me for saying that and not work on it but I don't think she will because it's really freaking pretty <laughs> But at the moment, <laughs> a good hat like the one Caitlin was talking about is the um, kaleidoscope hat. It uses Malabrigo Rasta, so it's nice, big, super bulky yarn, and it's just um, knit one, slip one, and it just makes this cool little spirally pattern. Fun. It's really pretty. It's a super easy knit. It's great for a first hat, and you can knit it in a week, even if you're slow like Caitlin and I. Kelsey could do it in two hours. Probably. Yeah. With her hands tied behind her back. <laughs> Riding a unicycle. That's true. Hmm. Probably Facts. with her toes. <laughs> but only two of them. <laughs> yes. Um, also, like, pot holders or dishcloths. I've heard a lot of people on it, or gift those. I've yet to because I like them too much. Um, but you can do that. So, And especially, like, the basic patterns... Where you're doing the same repeat every row. It's it's fast and good TV knitting. So, mm-hmm. One that I knit up not terribly long ago. Um, That's gorgeous. Was the photographer hat by Lavanya Patricella. Patricella. It was really easy. Bunch of what, about six inches of knit two, purl two, and about six inches of stockinette and a top. I was done. I think I did that mostly of a movie. Wow. So, uh, so five movies for us, probably? Week and a half for mm-hmm. general folks. <laughs> <laughs> I love that yarn, though. It's, there's That's like really every cool. color there, but it also looks very warm. It was like, a the color combination. Noro Ito. Okay, I, I have not purchased Noro yarns. But Noro I yarns are them. all pretty. It was their bulky yarn, so real quick. 
That was really pretty. Those nails were too tight. I did it on like a six, and I probably should have done it on like an eight. Hmm. Just makes it stitchier. Mm-hmm. Or something. Um, yeah, so you may have not solved your Christmas problems, but I think we've given you some <laughs> ideas. Um, yes. Any other thoughts? Socks are also a decent gift if you already know how to make them, but I think if you know how to make <laughs> socks and you already know they're a decent gift, so that was probably, you know, not too helpful. Oh, so good. <laughs> There's always the option of a worsted weight sock, too. True. If you want to make socks and you have sock time, exactly. Or um, sport weight, too, if you still want it kind of thin. Sport works up pretty quick. Um, Very Pink Knits has a great first sock pattern with sport weight yarn. She does a tutorial on YouTube that pairs with it really well. There's a so. short sock by um, PA Knitwit that I want to do. It's uh, in a sport weight, and it's got this little, like, two ridges. I, the name of it is escaping me right now. <laughs> um, if all sales, we can put it in the, the notes. Yes. Which you guys will see on our amazing website coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I've noticed that my drink is empty. And I really want to try me some peanut butter and jelly. Mine's so not. I am the... We've got to knock, that, knock out this jelly situation. I'm apparently as slow at drinking as I am at knitting. <laughs> no, you're not. Or you're, you're knitting, knitting, so it's just slowing you down. Our next beer, our last beer of the night, is the Anniversary Jam. It's a fruited Blondale, by, also by Confluence. So this is the second part of theirs. This is the jelly part. If it's anywhere near as good as the peanut butter, it's going to be tasty indeed. Oh, it is very, very good. It's got a lot of foam to it, too. Does it say uh, what flavor jelly we're rocking? I think it's grape. Oh, that's I disagree. I Strawberry is the best. Strawberry is also good. I could be wrong, though, because it doesn't really say. Well, it's pink. I hope it's strawberry. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I feel like this might have to be one of our questions in a future episode. We seem pretty passionate about our jelly flavors. We are. It's important. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then As we, adults, we, we make lots of peanut butter read on the back at the end. All right. And we mix them. Yeah. Now I have some left to mix for Perfect. peanut butter and jellies. Hmm? Cheers. Oh, that's delightful. A lot better than I remembered it. And I feel like I could keep drinking this. Like sometimes, yeah. like fruity beers, I'm like, I can have a half glass, maybe a glass. Tastes more yeah. like peaches than strawberry or grape, though. Yeah, there we go. I was trying to, trying to find my fruit. Maybe apricot? It's not strawberry. Oh, I can see apricot. Sad face. I think you're right on apricot. Untapped says... Mm. It's good, though. All it's saying is it's an anniversary jam. It doesn't say what flavor it is. Hmm. Helpful. It's good. And none of the check-ins are giving me any information. They failed as check-ins. I don't know if you guys run into this at all, but when you're doing brioche... And you forget if you're on a pearl or a knit round. Or I don't necessarily forget, but suddenly I look down and I'm doing the opposite. I've done that. It's, it's so fun. I like to go the opposite direction sometimes. Oh, that's good, yeah. So you can try. Mm-hmm. And then you get to tink back all of them. Oh, like you do it by accident. wrong way by accident. I do that. I haven't done that particular one, but I've done about 
uh, 10 to 12 stitches on the brioche delicious oh, where I knitted instead of curled. No, oh, I was here for that. You were. Cuss words were said. As they should be. <laughs> it's a time you might actually throw your knitting. No, not quite, because then I have to try and pick up the brioche stitches, and that I cannot do. Um, lifelines are your friend if you try and brioche. I should really get on lifelines. You should. But you're <laughs> doing well enough with it, I think you're fine. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we, we, do have, uh, interesting. we do have Super Knitter here on speed dial, so I think we'll be okay. But I'm just not patient enough. That's, that's a problem of mine, is I'll just keep going, and then it then it's just there forever. I've never really gone back down a row and picked up a stitch yet, which I'll probably just pull that one stitch up like 20 rows and be like, it'll be fine. <laughs> oh, God, please don't. <laughs> that makes me cringe on so many levels. Like, Kelsey looks personally attacked by this. She's yeah. very offended. No. Like, She's like, please call me. No. Like, outrage. <laughs> I just saw the most amazing fix today, though. Uh, okay. Stephanie Pearl McPhee, the yarn harlot. Mm -hmm. I um I subscribed to her Patreon, and today or yesterday she posted this video of her fixing one of her favorite sweaters. Mm -hmm. It had dropped down from like the chest, just past the like down to the oh, room. I was just crying. Oh crap! And so it had stitches going up. It had stitches going down, and she laddered them all back and grafted them together. I was so amazed. Wow. I was like, I'm gonna have to try to do that sometime just See? to do it. Some people go and, you know, joke that that one meme where, you know, my husband says knitting is witchcraft because you mess around two sticks and a bit of string and then suddenly you have a sweater. <laughs> the yarn harlot may actually be a witch. It's amazing <laughs> watching her work. In the, in the best sense. Yes. That is a compliment. <laughs> Absolutely. High praise. I was like, I think I'm fast. A lot of people think I'm fast, but man, she is She's a fast. witch. She makes Kelsey look our pace. <laughs> Um, yeah, so next section, uh, we are currently calling it IRL, In Real Life, um, and this is just kind of anything that each of us want to talk about that's that's going on that we think you may find interesting. Um, so it can be anything from a book review to the last picture you saw on Instagram of some pretty yarn to whatever. So, um, I think we should start off with Kelsey, because I think you've got a good one. <laughs> Well, I'll give a little backstory, and it partly plays into why we're called gravel mitts. I ride my bike a lot on gravel, uh, mostly due to my partner he and his extreme craziness to gravel um, have helped me explore the possibilities of what's out there. This last weekend, we um, were out riding, and we rode about 37, 38 miles, something like that. Down a bunch of gravel roads, down some B roads. Um, B roads are minimum maintenance roads. They're um, still maintained by the government here barely. in Iowa. Well, barely, yes, barely. Um, but they're typically dirt. Some are nice. Some look like, oh, this isn't, this is just another gravel road. Some look like, oh my goodness, I'm going to ride my bike down that. <laughs> I mean, they've got rivets, you've got rocks, you've got water crossings. This week was a fairly mild, fun adventure, but um, those B-Roads are fun. They make a good time. <laughs> so now you just need to knit while you B-Road. 
I've knit on B roads. I've volunteered at lots of races where I've sat on B roads and watched riders go by and knit while I waited. Um, did that a couple of weeks ago with the Iowa Wind and Rock bike race where I was up for most of 36 hours or something to that extent. Um, watching crazy bike riders go about 340 miles around southern Iowa. Wow. That was a good time. Mm-hmm. Someday. I think, <laughs> I think the race director has it out for me. <laughs> How are you, Jess? Uh, not too terribly much going on. I do start a new job next week, which is excellent. I've been home with my daughter for the past uh, about a year and a quarter while my husband deployed, but he's home now, which is wonderful. And I got an offer for a job that's very similar to what I was doing. And I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. So nice. a little bit of happy. Um, I don't know if I have a whole lot. Um, it's bad. <laughs> I've been trying to think about it all day. Like, Well, there's your first problem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I totally got it. I don't know why I didn't think about this. So last weekend, uh, my husband and I were just sitting on the couch. Or no, on the floor. That's where we sit now because our son is on the floor. And he was playing. He can stand. And so he's kind of playing in our very fancy toy container which is a laundry basket he's all about the laundry basket and he turned and like kind of made some sounds to me i'm like well walk over here and he just took three steps <gasps> oh that's awesome yeah. so my husband probably said holy shit <laughs> and I was like, that's that's pretty accurate so that's yeah i don't know why i didn't think of that right away so that's, that's that, was, awesome. that was very cool that's so, exciting yeah and since then i think he's maybe done it most three steps but it's coming, so it's, it's pretty neat. I think I saw him take one last week. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, and and it's interesting. He doesn't, he has sense, like, if he's trying to walk towards me, but they aren't falling steps. Like, they're good steps, and then he just goes straight down and starts crawling. So mm-hmm. I think that's really awesome. I don't, I mean, he's the first person I've seen learn to walk, but <laughs> I think that's a good sign. It is. It is a good sign. My daughter did the similar thing when she was walking, so when she learned. Pretty soon he's just going to be up off to the races, and you're just going to be scrambling to keep up. No more knitting for Caitlin. I already am. (laughs) (laughs) Now it'll it'll just dwindle down to just my bedroom project (laughs) of the after or to sleep project. Um, Are we ready for some peanut butter and jelly? Oh, yes. sure. I'm just real excited about these beers tonight. Yes, and I think, you know, we, we have to do that while we're still recording, so. There's some peanut yeah, butter for you. Morning. And some peanut butter for you. So can we drink right away, or do we have to read the thing? Oh, I'll read it real quick. Okay. I think it's on here, too. Perfect. To pour your sandwich ale, slightly angle your pint glass and fill it two-thirds full with anniversary jam. Mm-hmm. Slowly pour the peanut butter party over the back of a spoon, which we didn't do. So it's supposed to settle out kind of like a blackened pan. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's settle and enjoy. So since we just did it as is, we'll just drink it tonight. I think you're an excellent pour. Yes. It'll be be tasty. That's good. It's really good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The roasty is still there, but now it's like this fruity roasty. It tastes like a peanut butter sandwich. It's it really does. So does like crunchy peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like but that. But like like the, the fresh crunchy. stuff, not not the jar straight out of the yeah grinder. Yeah, yeah. where you get the frou frou peanut butter. 
Well, do we have anything else today? I don't think we do. I think we should do one more cheers, a toast to a new start. You can find us on Facebook as Gravel Knits, on Instagram as Gravel Knits, or you can email us at gravelknits at gmail.com. Jess is on Ravelry and Instagram as shadowcat713, and that's cat with a K. Caitlin can be found on Ravelry as firefly171717, or on Instagram as Caitlin and Lloyd. Kelsey can be found on Ravelry as GISGRL. On Instagram as Bike Spurs Use, or on Untapped, where you'll find all of today's beverages that we've had as Kelsey DJ. Remember, keep knitting. Be kind. And if you don't like it, frog, frog it. it. Gravel Knits believes everyone deserves to be included in love, regardless of who you love, your beliefs, color, size, your gender, or whatever else makes you you. Please keep in mind that we are human, and while we try to educate ourselves, there's always more to learn, and any critiques are deeply appreciated.